everyone, welcome to the Two Honest Podcast with me, your host, Abby. Happy February! We made it through the longest month ever, aka January. I'm not sure if it's a mixture of things. Most people get paid earlier in December to account for the Christmas period, so it's been a long time since they've been paid. The fact that it's also the tax deadline um, and I used to work in tags, like just the longest month ever. I mean, even if those two things don't apply to you, it's still the longest month ever. And well done for making it through February. You are most welcome. (laughs) The month of love and the shortest month of the year. Maybe that's why, just to compensate for the absolute drag of January. Um, so what have I done recently? I have been getting on the hype of Married at First Sight Australia. Oh my god, the absolute drama. And I've been messaging my friend and she says it gets worse. I'm so excited. I am loving it. When I was watching it actually, my sister said to me, would I ever get married at first sight? And at first my answer was like, absolutely no way would I get married at first sight. No. Like that's a lot of trust that you have to put in other people. But then again, I'm like, you know, are you scientifically matched to people? I mean, sometimes they do get it right. Like I've seen a few people that are still married from doing the show so like not just the Australia version the UK version as well would I I don't know I just don't know I don't think I'm cut out for that to be honest and especially not on TV I don't think I'd love to know your thoughts about it though do you believe in love at first sight and also would you ever go on Married at First Sight? Would you put all of your trust into the experts? I mean, I just don't really know. So a couple of things have inspired this episode. Number one is it is February and therefore the month of love, aka Valentine's Day. And also happens to be Pancake Day coming up as well. absolutely love Pancake Day. Love it. But also, this episode has been inspired by something going on in the news in the last week, which is all to do with Zoella. If you're not familiar with the situation, so Zoella is a blogger. She's very famous. And now her blog is run by a whole team of women And she just vlogs about loads of different things, really. Um, But the reason she's been in the news recently is because Zoella has apparently been dropped from the GCSE syllabus. The reason why she has been dropped from the syllabus is because she recently wrote an article which was something like the top vibrators for 2021. I've just got so many things to say about this. It might turn a little bit ranty, but hear me out here. So number one, Zoella 
and her team have been writing about stuff for so long, most of her followers, like her target market, shall we say, is adults now, like 25 to 35. I love that sex is more talked about and I love that the information is so much more accessible now and things out there that talking about it so openly allowing us to have these conversations is slowly becoming no longer taboo and I'm living for it. I absolutely love podcasts like Call Her Daddy and Girl Gotta Eat podcast. Go check them out, really great. Yeah, she didn't even know that she was even on the syllabus. That's just bizarre in itself. And so what if she is writing about vibrators? Hello, if you are GCSE age, you are around 15, 16 years old. You know what sex is. You know what's going on. Like, sex education is taught in schools. I mean... When I think back to my sex education, it wasn't really taught that well. If I'm honest, it was more from like a scientific point of view. I mean, it's been years since I've been at school, so it's it's probably moved on. I'm not sure if anyone else's school ever did this, but there was this obsession with people going to the clinic to get <laughs> to get tested because they were giving out free little sperm earrings <laughs> and everyone had them on their keys. <laughs> what the hell? That is just so bizarre. I mean, at least people were getting checked, so it clearly had the desired effect there. <laughs> saw a post on Instagram and it was put so well. I'm going to share it. Sex education at school needs to be better. Why is it deemed acceptable that boys can talk about masturbation, can talk about porn, when this is for women's enjoyment as well, but because it's just deemed so unacceptable, like, it's so taboo, it's so wrong. Even now, it's still. I still feel like if I was to have a conversation with someone about vibrators or whatever, I'd go bright red, I'd be so embarrassed, but why? No. It's just so wrong on so many levels. And therefore, I really think the education system needs a push in the right direction. And I'm kind of glad it's come about because you know, now it can be more talked about. Oh, it's just so bizarre. Anyway, my rant is over. I'll share the post because I didn't articulate my points very well and the post that I read really did. And you should check it out because it inspired this episode, which is all about sex. Yes. Yeah, so without further ado, let's get into this week's stories. I know that you are excited for these juicy little ones but I am (laughs) I am not going to admit that any of these stories are me well not on the podcast anyway um yeah so here we go the first story is a short one and um (laughs) this person got on top during sex and they were wearing a 
Fitbit and <laughs> in the middle of this I only can assume very vigorous sex during this little session the the person on the top starts to celebrate because they have just hit their step count yes <laughs> get those 10,000 steps in girl <laughs> oh my god I love I love that little short story love it so the next story is I'm gonna read so the story is as follows it's about a couple who started dating when they were like 15 or 16 I think and they start getting on it in the middle of the night having woke up from a dead sleep they were a bit dry and reached in the dresser for a little bottle of cheap generic lube that was in the drawer they start to lather themselves up in lube and get on it and then the next minute they're really dry again um not a problem they lather on some more lube and start going at it again really quickly go dry and go for the lube a third time they squirt it in their hands and now that they've been awake for a few minutes their senses are in full effect they realize that something is wrong and it feels really weird and as the room is pitch black they rub the lube in between their fingers and it feels really thick at this point they get out of bed turn the light on only to realize that there is yellow everywhere the lube was in a small bottle of yellow paint that they had used earlier while working on a project (laughs) school project (laughs) they were covered in yellow paint and besides all inside (laughs) all inside their private area it's also everywhere where the hand has touched so the back of his head the sides of his face all down his back They try to wipe it off with a t-shirt, but knowing that is inside and may cause an infection, I mean, I don't think I would like to go to hospital and explain that situation. They go and get a shower in the middle of the night. (laughs) And they have bought, in their defence, the bottle of yellow craft paint is is exactly the same size and shape of the, the bottle of the lube. And then they go on to say that when presenting the project the next day at school, it was really hard not to laugh. Oh my god, that memory would stick in your mind forever. (laughs) Oh, so funny. So, yeah, let's move on to the next story. The next story brings a whole new meaning to spicing things up in the bedroom. And this story starts at university and in a certain household they like to play pranks on each other and one of the main pranks is when someone's food is in the oven they like to 
mess with the food while the person is not near the oven. And the way they like to mess with the food is by putting hot sauce on it. That situation occurs and then the person who played the prank and put hot sauce on someone else's pizza then went to go have a little bit of fun, shall we say, in the bedroom and not realising there must be some remnants of hot sauce on those person's fingers means that it gets a little bit spicy and overheated and then (laughs) where do you go from there? You can't keep going. (laughs) No, that the pain must have been unbearable. No, (laughs) you know, in that moment there were tears, there were emergency baths to be had and given this bathroom belonged to a few boys it meant that the bath wasn't that clean oh I can imagine you just don't even care like you would literally bath anywhere in anything to stop that pain (laughs) oh god yeah and then only for that to go round uni as a rumour and then forever be known as the hot sauce fresher. <laughs> that brings a whole meaning to spice up your life <laughs> by the Spice Girls. <laughs> Ooh, a little bit spicy. <laughs> And on that note, I have a Cheer Up Tuesday recommendation for you. So my first one is a podcast that I recommend to most people, to be honest. Um, It's called Shagged, Married, Annoyed, and it's by Rosie Ramsey and Chris Ramsey. And they are a married couple and they tell so many funny stories on there honestly they are absolutely hilarious and most people who have recommended it to and have listened to it absolutely love it as well they just provide just so much laughter they have new episodes out every friday and recently they brought out their 100th episode so therefore if you have not listened to it you have so much to binge and you are in for an absolute treat (laughs) please bear with but stick with the review because it's slightly longer than the usual review but it is so worth it just trust me on this one you are in for an absolute (laughs) treat. I found this review on a vibrator from Amazon. It has the most ridiculous name. The vibrator is called Tracy's Dog. I'm not sure why you would ever call a vibrator that, but you know, each to their own. Let me tell you this review you are going oh it's it made me laugh so hard I couldn't stop laughing okay here we go having read everyone's reviews I had high expectations but with the price being under $50 I wasn't exactly going to be shocked if it was mediocre a few friends of mine bought it recently and told me of its power
I was warned to take the day off, hydrate and above all do some stretches. I thought they were being such drama queens. (laughs) Oh my god. Let me just continue. It was delivered within two days of ordering, so it's already off to a good start. Opening the very discreet box, instructions say 2.5 hours charge time. Not too bad, I plug this little bad boy in. While the kids are at school, waiting for it to charge, killing time reading some erotica, my friend and fellow queenie. Recommended because I don't have time to screw around waiting to get in the mood. (laughs) I have to get the kids in a few hours and I need to be ready to go when this thing is done charging. Tick tock, tick tock. (laughs) Here we go. Patiently waiting me is checking to see if the light has stopped blinking every 10 minutes like a crackhead waiting for his dealer. After only an hour and a half solid pink light. Game on. I played with the setting on my hand to test this fine machinery out. The vibration for the G-spot part is quite strong. I was impressed with that before, even before use. Next was suction. So many levels. It was interesting to see the different patterns and strengths. There are 10 levels for clitoral and 10 patterns for G-spots. I've never used a clit suction type stimulator, so I have nothing to compare to, but look forward to it nonetheless. Time to solo party. I found placement for the clit a bit low for my body shape. It took a few minutes to get everything where it needed to be. That was a bit time consuming and slightly frustrating. But as with any new toy, it's trial and error. I started the clip one on low, which I barely even felt. Unbeknownst to me, it wasn't lined up 100%. So me being me, I decided to go from 0 to 60 in (laughs) 3.5. I hit the suction button, set into level 5 or 6, and hit the G-spot button as well. And made a minor adjustment on suction placement. At least I think that's what happened because I'm pretty sure I blacked out. My legs went straight out like those goats who faint when scared. <laughs> I never came so fast and so hard in my life. I squirted. I have never done that before. Luckily, I put a towel down. <laughs> I frantically tried to turn it off, but ended up hitting the buttons like a maniac, sending to even stronger suction and now variant pulses from the G-spot vibrator, and came again. I'm pretty sure I levitated. (laughs) It was an unending orgasm. This time, my soul left me... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This time, my soul left me and God himself said, Child... It is not your time. Go back to the little pink light. (laughs) I'm brought back into my earthly body after managing to pull it off me, throwing it across the bed. It falls to the floor, still buzzing happily away. I shook for a good five minutes. I (laughs) I couldn't get up off the bed, even if I wanted to. 
I stared at my ceiling, dazed, trying to remember who I am and what year is this. I get up to clean up and realise in my seizure-like orgasm, I hurt my hip and back. I'm still hobbling four hours later. I did not stretch enough. So in conclusion, this met and exceeded expectations. Hydrate and make sure you do not have anything that involves decisions or brain power for the rest of the day. And for the love of God, stretch. Stretch like you are about to run the 500 metre dash. (laughs) Oh my God, that is one of the funniest reviews I have ever read. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this episode revolving all around sex please go to the Instagram page and fill out some polls on this week's episode. So I'll see you next week. Bye!